My name's Ivan, and I'm a scientist by day and a writer by night. And I'm Daniel, I'm a neuromuscular therapist, and I run my own practice. And you're listening to the weekly podcast, Journey to Wherever. Enjoy the show. We good? All right, we're on the air. Episode. You definitely tested it, right? Huh? It was, it was definitely crispy. It was definitely crispy, was like, crispy a bag like a bag of chips, bag of chips. said. All righty. All right. Episode. All right, hey, everybody. This is uh, the Journey to Wherever, episode 45. You're listening to Barry... No, it's not Barry White. <laughs> it's Barry White's voice. There's one half of the co-host. My name's Daniel. And I am Ivan. How are you today, mate? Man, I'm solid. Good. I'm feeling I'm feeling very... Uh, feeling solid and jacked. Solid and jacked. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very... Uh, what's the word? Floaty today. It's probably you the seem best. floaty. I'm very floaty. I was floaty. almost concerned you were that floaty. Because <laughs> you like, know, oh, you're, you're used to seeing me like bouncing this and I've got to do that and I've got to do this and I'm doing that. And I'm, I'm just... Today I'm just like... Normally you're diving into conversations and getting all like, you know part of the conversation you're, you're just sitting back real mellow and i was like, observant today have you noticed yeah you were i was just sitting back i was enjoying the conversations around me sometimes i do that not okay. not on purpose but okay. I'll, I'll often in times i don't like what's the word like i don't necessarily feel like i need to take lead in conversations yeah but because i do that literally for All a living majority of the times yeah. you know what i mean it's like i could very just be plain and simple and just be like hey Ivan how you doing today yeah good how's your back how's your knee how's your neck whatever and then just leave it as that you kind of have to in a sense you don't have to you can generate conversation yeah start to chat and then and I think I've spoken about this before in the podcast yeah like people often give you very subtle signals ones which you'll only pick up on as an experienced therapist and I don't mean that oh you're an experienced therapist but as in like doing it for a long enough time mm. to know when someone wants to continue with your conversation or they just want to just you know, Divert, drift away drift into away. Yeah. somewhere else. So because I'm just so used to, you know, kickstarting or just generating a conversation, I often would just like to, you know, kick back and, kick back and just observe what other people have got to say. And today you mix that with a bit of, you know, mellow Daniel. I'm uh, there you go. I was a bit more quieter today. So All right, there you go. All right, fair enough. All it's right. a special day today though. Oh, it is, you know, because uh, I have to let the guests know. It's uh, my, my son's, is our first child, is my son's, uh, ninth birthday. Yeah. So it's his Dan birthday Dan is today. my first godson. It is. Yeah. He is. That's right. So uh, it's, it's it's a special day. It's been a big couple of days. He had a, a few of his school friends over on uh, Friday night. It's actually Sunday today. Yeah. And then yesterday he had uh, one of his mates' birthday parties in the afternoon. And then we all, all the family went out for like a, a dinner on my wife's side last night. And then today, because you can't have too many people in the house at once, we had to do this split family thing, yeah, right? Yeah, we're back to some form of COVID restrictions. Yeah, there's just oh, sorry, some I just numbers said the C of restrictions word. or something. Don't say the word, man. <laughs> sorry. We're going to get cut off. We're going to get dropped. Um, bloop. And, and then, yeah, today, so then we had, you know, uh, my out my side family over. And it's just been nonstop. I feel like... Um, you just haven't stopped. What the problem is, is this. The whole the whole couple of days has been really good. Like yeah. it's been super enjoyable. I, lo- I love seeing him super happy. He's yeah. been super happy. He's so grateful. He had all his friends over. We set up all these screens and gaming set up, a retro PlayStation console. We had a Nintendo Switch on one screen. He had an Xbox on another screen. And it was heaps good. I even jumped in. I was playing like on my Switch. I was playing Fortnite with them all. So it was good fun. Um, it was a gamer night. But man, I've been like, because I've been eating pretty well, right? Yeah. But the last couple of days... Just went down the, to- Man, the toilet. Domino's pizza on Friday. You had a sugar hit, my friend. Last night, I went to like this Italian restaurant. And we yeah. had more pizza and pasta. Yeah. Um, 
today's not too bad. I was just grazing on those, you know, Doritos and dip and, and yeah. a few of those nibblies. That, that, that was fairly mild though. It wasn't like, it was just like, you know, yeah, I know some man, hummus, no hummus, um, olive dip. Well, and, I tried to, I tried to get a lot of sodium in that, man. Yeah, but it's not, it's, it's, a liver not, killer. It's, not it's not the sugar that you get from chips and pizza and yeah. lollies and cake and stuff like so that. My, so. so my, so my, my gut's feeling a little guilty at the moment because it's just So your gut's really, I thought you meant as in you were going to, you were feeling a bit like, like, your energy was like dropped, like you had like kind of. Oh no, my energy's fine. Yeah, I just feel fine. a little bit, you know, like I'm probably eating a bit too much bad stuff. Oh, you got the consciousness hit you. And the I consciousness have, hit. Man, oh. I got the guilt hit. But anyway, Look at your so sensitive soul. Uh, other than that, you know, my body's my temple. But other than that, it's been a really good couple of days, man. Um, lost the game yesterday, unfortunately. So oh. um, um, my my career as a coach is now questionable. <laughs> I might not be getting that salary raise that I had hoped for for next season. Well, you're kind of on a streak. You're two and zero. That's two a streak's and o, a streak. So, nah, but last, last yesterday's game was pretty good. The kids played real hard. It was probably my favorite game so far, even yeah. though they lost. Yeah, a lot of lessons. Good fun. Awesome. Um, it's just been a massive week, um, just in general, and. Uh, yeah, it's going to be another big week coming up this week as well. Nice, nice. So I'm kind of excited and, and chill to just record this podcast and and wind down the, su- the Sunday afternoon. Definitely. Well, my little guy got back into the win column. So as my, my, uh, my uh, what would you call it, my um, rap sheet as a coach is yeah. now two two and two. So two wins, two losses. Oh. So we went back into the win column, which was good. Yep. Boys were happy. And... Um, I've, I've, uh, you know, the, I guess the luxuries of uh, being your own boss. You, I gave myself some time off in the last couple of days. Yeah, so man, you had Friday off. I've had some Friday, you Friday off. Tomorrow off. Hashtag, Sunday. do you even work? Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag chilling. <laughs> no, I just, I think I've been mentioning. I think hashtag, I'm, I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I've just mentioned a lot. Just this constant pace at work, and it was just, I just, I anticipated a month in advance. I was like, this month is going to be crackerjacking. So I said yep. to Tash, I was like. I just feel like it'd be responsible of me to take the time off because yeah. it's very easy in this industry. But well, not just this industry, but I guess in in any time you run your own business, any time you're on a good flow, yeah, the last thing you feel like you should be doing is yeah. taking a break, yeah. Um, but having done this mistake many times now, you know, I've, I could, I guess, you know, being in the industry for 15 years allows you to make several mistakes, so that you, I, I kind of went. You know, I, I've I've been here many times. I think it's time, in a month's time, <laughs> to take a break. <laughs> in a month's time. In a month's time. That's that's. The, the, I'm feeling tired. I'm going to take a month like off. End I'm going to take was... a day off in a month. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, it was like mid. It was like mid June. I was like, yeah, I'm going to need that time off at the end of July. I can just feel it. So it's been good. I uh, I think I've made the right decision. It's just been nice to just chill, and it was good. Oh yeah, I um. Yeah, the, apart from that, everything's uh, been sweet as cake. Is that Good on you? Yeah. So um, nice. There was interesting story. This or this interesting happened yesterday. I was at when I was at soccer on the field. <clears throat> I was because um, I, I look not to turn it into a sports episode because it's not like that. But this is just one specific story. I think it's going to roll into something I want to talk about on this episode. But when I have the kids on the team, I don't always try and swap them out to try and make it there all the time mm, right mm. i look at and each of the kids now has their own specific position yeah and i'll only swap a few of the kids in the different positions when they're tired or i don't have enough subs right yeah so i've got my routine ones that will play their forwards at the front and i've got my mids and then the people who've got defense they're usually the same yeah right and i swap my goalies out and that yeah when i was leaving the game 
there was one dad, he was walking on the field with his son. Mm. And his son was kind of a little bit down. The dad was like, and I could Your hear, team? I could overhear. Huh? Your team? Other team, some oh. other team. I don't know who this guy okay. is. Oh, okay. And I could hear his dad say to the kid, like, what, are you off again at the start? Like, okay. has your coach got you off again before the first game, like okay. at the start? And the mm. dad's like, yeah, this is the third week in a row now. Mm. And then I heard the dad go, man, I should punch him in the nose. And yeah. I walked off at that point. Okay. Thought, as in, but did he say that as in like... No, he said it to the kid. Legitimate, as in, I'm going to punch him in the nose. Or was he like, oh, no, shoot. No, I think... It was more tongue-in-cheek. It was more... Well, he, he wouldn't have punched him in the nose, but he, he basically... He, punched, he said, punch him in the nose or a mouth or something. I don't know, it was something stupid. Yeah. And I just thought to the... I thought to myself, like, man, what a... I don't want to sound bad, but this dad's just got this loser mentality, right? <laughs> you can't... You can't, like, tell your kid... Yeah. ...that you're going to punch another adult in the nose because you don't like something because you don't like something yeah right so i'm just gonna take my jacket off yeah and and i was just thinking like it, it just stood out because i don't do i don't swap the kids out on the team it's a tricky like, one. like you know i can understand if they're targeted all the time yeah but maybe there's a strategy behind there right and then you know the coach is trying to like not put the kid for whatever reason but I don't know. I just thought it was a bit weird. Like to me, if I if I hear another parent say I'm going to punch another adult in the nose, and they're going to say that to the kid, yeah, just because the kid's not on the game going in first, yeah, I don't know. It ties in with that whole eighth place trophy crap. Like you, you're cotton wooling your kid. Like yeah. a little bit of a snowflake going on there. You know, <laughs> I think give, I, I give think, him a cuddle. I yeah. need to give the dad a cuddle. I think it's it's, it's there's two ways to look at. It. I guess if you again without like you said without making it like a sports episode because it's not really. I don't know which way we're kind of going to go with this, but um, it's a tricky one when they're like I th- like we said. Uh, mine's a little bit easier in a sense because I'm under fives. I've de- there's a, there's a, there's a, there's four on the field and I've I've got a definite four kids yeah. that I can run on and there's two others that you know they're just still developing they're, they're still trying to understand the game but I just make a conscious effort of like every three to five minutes I'm just rotating that thing like a rotisserie like yeah, but how many subs do you have I've got two so I had one sub yesterday okay that makes it easier for you though it's easier but the kids are exhausted they're all holding on to the side of their body yeah that's the all, best thing once stitches. you see a kid like huffing and puffing it's just like that's it's, how it, i end up swapping yeah them out. you swap them out and, and and i think when they're little it's it's good to kind of get them to swap but at the same time as they get a little bit older yeah in like what you're coaching now which is under nines and yeah. nines under nines you kind of have to like you have to reward the fact that there's plays in the team that are a bit more influential that's so right. they have and to play they, well on a certain they play position. well and you're not just swapping them willy-nilly so no. but there are certain games um and this kind of happens along the season where you know last time we played these guys they're slightly weaker mm. we know even if we have our worst team on so to speak yeah. we're still going to beat them that's when you swap them more regularly give some of the yeah the little the the not so talented i guess um guys a go and then and whatnot but alluding to the point what you were saying it's I, I i've seen this happen and i actually and it actually happened i was actually having a conversation with tash about this yesterday and this was school soccer and i remember vividly and we're in the dt room and this one kid in our team which wasn't in my team it was a, it was there was like under sevens or under 12s yeah so the or under 11s or I can't remember so technically if you were under sevens you could either play for the under sevens team or the under 11s so the under 11s was like technically the a team mm-hmm. and b team was under sevens anyways long story short this kid wasn't being played a lot and his dad somehow made it into the school i don't know how he even got into the school yeah and fully blew up the coach which mind you is a is a school teacher yeah and i just feel like 
and as I was watching this teacher like blowing this the parent blowing up the teacher yeah I was it, watching the child just diminish yeah the kid's in, life's just been unraveled right there yeah it's like he could tell he's gone home and he's said something to his dad about you know I don't get to play enough that I just haven't having a whinge you know yeah. what I mean dad's do, done what I guess most dads have done they've probably taken their side the son's side but then this guy's taken another level yeah and gone in and had a go at the teacher yeah and without realizing and the kid's now gone oh shit this is a bad move my dad's like taking it to the next level and you could just imagine like for the next couple weeks even terms even to the next year anytime anything came up with any relevance with some child being protected or whatever yeah that story came up came up i just think it's just so detrimental to the kid to to the kid yeah um, Which ties into our previous episode around letting them fail, right? Yeah, it's it's just like it's a tricky one because not all. Sometimes you have to speak up, but it's just like picking picking the moments. Yeah, and you really got to micromanage those moments. And you do. I've seen them, and it's just sometimes they just go bad, terribly yeah. bad, and it doesn't do anything for anyone, including the child. The child, that's right. And I mean, look, it's going to tie into this this thing I kind of wanted to talk about because I can't remember where it was. It was like there was some. I had some conversation with someone, some, I don't know how it came up, but then I wrote, and I haven't written a note in our notes app for a while, mm-hmm. but I ended up writing down the topic. And this kind of like ties into it where it's, it's, it's the opposite to spend, to getting too involved in your kids' lives. So mm-hmm. if something goes wrong, you kind of dive in and you have to protect them and you got to kind of like, you know, not let them fail, not let them fail. Right. Yeah. But this is the kind of polar opposite version or potentially the polar opposite version where, is there a situation, and I'm no parenting expert. I mean, I've got three kids, but it doesn't make me an expert because, you know, you've got to parent parent your own way. It entitles you to have a But i got opinion. an opinion, yeah. like most things. Yeah. Right? So it's, and I can't remember where the conversation happened, conversation kind of came from. However, there was this situation where a parent was allowing their kids to try something. I think it was like drinking or, or something. Okay. Under their supervision. So when you're saying kids, these are teenagers. They're now. not adults yet. So they're sixteen ish? Something like that. Okay. Right? And the parents were saying something like, Oh, we know we're gonna let them just try something and we'll, as long as we supervise them, mm. we think it's okay. it's kind of like they're gonna they're gonna say it's okay for us to or we think it's a good idea that if they're gonna do it anyway, yeah. This is how things happen. If they're gonna do whatever it is anyway, well, you may as well let them do it when you when they're under our watch now supervision to keep them safe. Okay. So it could be anything. Some, whether it's a drug or drinking. So painting or, a hypothetical picture, it's like, let's just say it's a house party. Yep. Um, it's say everyone's anywhere between the ages of say 16, 17, maybe 15 to 17. So let's say 14 to 17. And because we're assuming Starting that, at say that 14. age is they're listening to like house music, a bit of dance. Yep. It's kind of, it's kind of got that atmosphere about yeah. drinking. It is what and it is. And the parents are like, you know what? They're 14. They're going to drink sometime anyway. Yeah. How about we just give them alcohol and, and we'll just watch them and supervise Monitor them and make sure them. they're okay. Because they're going to do it anyway. So they may as well do it under our watch. Yeah. What do you think about that idea? Because I've got my opinion. I'm, I'm not a fan of the idea. Um, I... I guess again, it's this is kind of like case per case type thing. But if it was my boys, no. Um, even like I just wouldn't even like the idea of having a house party at my place. And let's just say my boys are all seventeen, yeah, and sixteen. And even if the parents well, of the apart boy- from the fact it's illegal to serve alcohol, well, yes, well, there's that part there right. too. But let's just, okay, you know what? Let's just say they're eighteen. Yeah. Okay. 
really what the fuck does 12 months do it doesn't really make a I difference so it, it comes down to a maturity thing yeah my thing would be are they mature enough to even go out let alone have have a party ha- at home have a party at home yeah that's where that's where the line goes with me if i find my my, my son is old enough mm. and mature enough and everybody every parent would love the idea of thinking that the child their child is mature enough but deep down inside you know when you you got a bit of an idiot son or daughter yeah. and they need to be pulled in a little bit more so they can kind of grow up grow up a little bit more yeah. then in that instance definitely not i don't know it's it's a weird one with alcohol i guess definitely not under the age of 17 18 um they're probably going to drink it anyways but that's the thing that's what that, that's what they say the I, is, well, they're going to do it they're going to do, so it, should, I, should do I, it i would rather them i would not actually you know i wouldn't want to be under supervision of it because then i'm responsible yeah. for, for their actions but I i'm seeing not even other people's kids just your own my son yeah i'm with. responsible for his actions because yeah. i've now allowed him to drink yeah. And I know there's serious repercussions with allowing your child to drink, going to a party and they spew up and they're sick and they feel sick the next day. Maybe if I hadn't said something, you know, he would have been in so much, he would have been in less trouble. But it's like, that's all part of the experience. Yeah. It's all part of decision making. It's all part of maturing yeah. as a, I guess, an adult, becoming an adult. So I feel like that's kind of like, you know, when the best analogy I can think of is, you know, when a child's um, learning to ride a bike. Yeah. But then you see the child riding a bike, but the parents have lifted the training wheels all the way up to the top. Yeah. That's just almost like saying, like... If you fall, you're going to get caught. Like, no, no, it's, it's almost like they really should... The, the training wheels are so moved so high up yeah. that they're not even using them. Yeah. But it's the, it's a mental thing. Yeah, it's a, it's a safety net. It's a safety net. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of safety nets. Yeah. I feel like you make better and wiser decisions when you don't have a safety net. Um, it doesn't mean you're going to make the right decisions all the time. Mm. But if you make the wrong decision, you're bloody hell going to learn from it way more yep. than getting pissed under, pissed under mummy and daddy's roof. Yeah. That's my opinion with regards to alcohol. Yeah. And I mean, it can tie into any sort of thing that they're doing, you know, right? But I I mean, my view's always been... I would imagine it's probably the same. It's 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 a steadfast against the whole idea. Yeah, I don't like. I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, and I remember, you know, as as a teenager, I didn't go to that many parties as a teenager. Yeah. Um, I was just too busy studying. However, the the, the parties that I did go to occasionally, there, they'd be say for example, it was at someone's house. The parents would have, you know, the their son or daughter's birthday party or whatever it is could be like a 17th or a 16th or whatever it is mm-hmm. and they've got a whole bunch of friends over but there are vodka cruises being thrown around mm. there's is it 18 no 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 under 18 yeah, no, man yeah, I'm, yeah, like, okay. I'm like 16 17 back in the day like you know this is what yeah, you yeah. used to see it back in the day when cruises looked like uh, you know fend- you know and they used to just have an esky and they'd be all walking around and the parents know it yeah the parents knew exactly what was going on letting yeah. the kids all drink and i even as you know, even as a, a teenage teenager back then, I always looked at the parents as irresponsible. And when you got a sixteen-year-old, or seventeen-year-old, or eighteen-year-old looking at a parent, mm. thinking you're, you're irresponsible, irresponsible, yeah, you got a problem, yeah. And um, but your your level of maturity was 
I know it was. I know different to, I, to, to, to like. In some aspects, it was yeah. right. However, you gotta understand culturally where a lot of where a lot of parents come from as well. Like they probably started drinking when they're like. 14, no, I understand 14, that. No, I understand well. that. But the problem is, is when you've got a house full of everybody else's kids. That's what I mean. It's and like, you got random people just showing up and joining the party. Yeah, that's a no. And then the parents are just like, well, you know, they're only gonna drink anyway. So you may as well just do it under my roof. So if something goes wrong, I'm there to be, you know, to look after them. Yeah. It's just an irresponsible, lazy way of parenting. Yeah. To it me, is. it's a lazy way. Because they parenting. can very well, they can very well get into a car with someone who's, you know, got their peas or something like that, who's drinking, and then all of a sudden they've come from your place. Mm. They're over the limit. They have a car accident or something. The conscious, the you know, the blame is on you, really. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. I think when they are, when it's an 18th, like for example, I remember having, was it my? 18th? Yeah, my 18th. I think I did it at a. Where was it? You were there. Um, was that like a, an RSL type? Yeah. Like a, and there was alcohol being served and whatnot, but it's like, it's it's kind of like, it's that type of environment. Yeah, but that was at a licensed venue. Yes. So correct. the licensed venue was not able to serve alcohol to anybody so under, 18. under 18. And regardless, anyway, I think you're pretty much the same age as all your mates and you're all probably close to 18, if not yeah, 18 anyway. Somewhere like maybe so, six months younger and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So the place wouldn't sell it. I'm talking especially at house parties or when parents say, you know, it's just okay. And it's not even just alcohol. It could be I'm going to go, go, any sort of I'm gonna go a little bit right? step further on this I might get some heat with this I think it's the modern day parents that do this thing where they like and and if you ask them this they'll probably completely disagree but really I think deep down inside they are I feel like they want to become their child's friend like their mate which is a, nothing wrong with that because I parent as a mate but I would I don't not think be doing I don't it like think that. you do I think you still parent as as it, like you you do the things with your son and your daughters but it, like you kind of relate to their level but I yes. mean as in like a mate as in like like a drinking mate you're, a, you're my buddy like it's it's a, fe- a party, I feel like mate. it's a yeah I feel like it's a fear of losing them yeah so the only way I'm going to gain their trust and be in their circle is yeah. to behave their way or allow them to behave in a way point in a way that they in a way that they think yeah. is adult like you know what i mean and like i like i don't like i drink alcohol but i don't you know like i, I went out with my fa- mates and stuff but it comes with a level of maturity you know that like you know when you're just about to have too much mm-hmm. or you know when it's heading that way those decisions are shaped by the fact that your father or your mother or whoever it is that's your guardian tells you what's too much and what's yes. not good and what and whatnot. But if you're your son or your daughter's mate, you're yeah. essentially going blow for blow with them. Yeah. So they don't understand the boundaries. That's right. Um, but and- their view is that if I show them that way, then they're going to learn to be responsible because I can watch them. And it- I feel like if Which- you're going blow for blow with them, you're gonna you're drinking alcohol too. So you're yeah, technically you're technically under. Um, what's the word? Um, compromised as well yep. with your decision making um some might be like oh but you know they're, they're only, i'm only drinking on the site like i feel like I've, I've seen this before i've encountered it with different um uh like you know friends and friends of family and and people that have had different um you know house parties and whatnot and it's just like that just goes down a rabbit hole i think it's the modern day parents that um want to be want to kind of feel like they're inclusive with with their kids. Yeah. I think I feel like it's just the wrong way to do it. Yeah, look, that, that's a good way of putting it. I didn't kind of think of it that, that that it would be the parents trying to kind of avoid feeling like they're letting go of their kids. They still want to kind of well, have part that, that and I think part to what you're saying, lazy parenting. Yeah. And lazy parenting. Because it to sit down it's and not have giving, the It's con- not giving them an excuse. It's that's yeah. that's just you not wanting to parent. Therefore, I rather just 
go blended. and have difficult conversations and say, well, no, you can't and got to stay in your ground. Because for my mind, it's not something where you sit down what, the night before they're about to go out and go, now, look, there's some responsible lessons you need to learn yeah. when you're about to go out. You need to have these conversations from a, from a long period of time before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. they're about to go out. So for my mind, it's like if you're, if you're having, is, as a parent, if you're having lots of friends over your house, and you're getting intoxicated in front of your children. Yes, yeah, not a good look. They and I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. like I've, I've seen, seen it before. It you know, and these these parents will let their kids go off, run a mark, have fun, play. And the parents are like getting tipsy, drinking up, drinking a lot, getting drunk. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them might be sober, one of them's a complete write off. Yeah, the kids grow up from that age learning that you know, and it's not me being against alcohol. I mean, we popped a got bottle of port last week. It's not yeah. like that, right? Yeah. It's it's about responsible parenting. Yeah, and I've you know looking at parents where you know they're, they're drinking up and 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 getting you know super tipsy and intoxicated. And it's like the kids learn these lessons from a young age and yeah. see that growing up. That's yeah. where the irresponsibleness comes from. And I think it would be likely those parents that then turn around later on and go, well. They're going to drink anyway, so we'll may as well drink while I'm watching them. Because if something goes wrong, well, I'm experienced. I went through it and yeah. I survived. So, but they're still surviving. Yeah. Meanwhile, the liver's not. But their parents are the ones who kind of propagate that that I guess um, mentality that it's okay and you should just let your kids go in, like you know, try those it. things as long as they're supervised. Yeah, I would then go a step further and say. I wouldn't be surprised if it's also those type of parents or those type of personality types that would then make these suggestions that we've even seen in government where it's like, well, all these uh, field parties, that what do they call them? These field day um, yeah, um, weekends. What they, what, you know, yeah, like the... Like, well, I'm going to sound old. I can't remember the name of these things. Right? <laughs> you know like when the outdoor these, events. They're essentially outdoor events. Yeah, so it's like an outdoor event where you've got like a field day, you've got like a music, music festival. Music festivals. So showing our age, man. At, at these music festivals, right? There's there's been suggestions where they say, look, you know, these these young guys and girls, they're gonna do drugs anyway. Mm. So the suggestions being thrown around in government where they're like, well, how about we do like a test before where they go in, so we can make sure that they that they are pure, that they are that they are the quality that we say they are, and they're not laced with anything else. Mm. How about we go and do like pre-testing to make sure that the drugs are good ones, because yeah. we know they're going to do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. To me, that is the absolute epitome of ludicrousy. To go and say that oh, we'll just we know they're going to do it anyway, so let's test it. Mm. And uh, and if it's okay and it's clean, then we'll let them do it, yeah. right? Yeah. To me, those are the same people that would have their kids at their house and go, well, you know, they're going to do it anyway, so well, they may as well buy drinks that I'm giving them, and I'm just going to watch them. Yeah. Which are then probably the same parents growing up that are like, well, you know, my kids are playing, they're all kind of keeping themselves amused. Let's crack out, crack open a bottle and let's just get pissed ourselves. Yeah. You know what I mean? And which was yeah. probably the same parents when they were teenagers that watch their parents drink excessive. Like, it just is probably this, this constant cycle. I see the cycle, cycle of change, I see the cycle right? Going with like- but that mentality leads to, like, when it starts to infiltrate into into other areas of society, such as music festivals and things like mm. that, it's, it's a problem. Because if someone then took a pill at a festival mm. and something went wrong with it, then what are you going to say? Well, I had it tested at the gate. They said it was fine. So it's not my fault. It's the government's fault. They're the one who didn't test it true, properly. True. Like where do, where, you, know what I mean? where do you draw I, the line? I, to me, that's, I think it's a style of 
lesson teaching or trying to monitor or control people's lessons. That is completely in the face of how I view it should be done. I think I agree with what you said, but at the same time, I kind of, I don't think it's a bad concept, but I don't, I don't feel, I feel like they wouldn't be policed correctly. I feel like if, you know, if I could put my, uh, you know, uh, government planner hat on, I feel like it should be tightened on both on, on the start and the end of entering a music festival. Mm. I feel like, yeah, they probably are gonna they are they probably are gonna smuggle drugs in, and I feel like there should be different checkpoints, so to speak. Like I don't know how many, maybe let's just say three checkpoints. For example, like checkpoint one, there's 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 a declaration bit. Like this is the bit where if you've got drugs, declare it right now. Yeah. Okay. Once you've gone past the de- checkpoint and you've declared that you've got drugs, you go through this gate. Yeah. Like customs. Like customs. You go through this gate. That and means you've plane, declared you it. Little box. If you have, if you've said that you don't, and you go through this gate, gate B, for example, and then at the next checkpoint you get sniffed or something like that. Mm. Like I'm not saying I'm not I'm not talking. Oh, get out of here! You got a slap on the wrist. I'm talking go to jail. Yeah. For like a day or two yeah okay because you've you had your option okay if you've done if you if you didn't do that but you had declared it and you've gone through now a gate a and you're now on checkpoint two this is where they supposedly test your test your drugs if for somehow you've gone past that section and it's the final checkpoint and there's like a proper like legitimate way of them fully checking these people and they still haven't they declared part of it but they didn't declare all of it then you're in like serious 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 trouble that formula itself, if that's what they're going to do, that's how they should implement it. But I don't, uh, going with what you were saying, I don't agree with the fact of testing it because they're going to ch- ch- do it anyways because it is going to create that kind of snowball effect. Mm. But the, it's a tricky one because if if you if people are going to be taking drugs at festivals, you, you, you like a lot of the times that deaths do happen is because it's like just really really bad quality. Or it's just a drug, or or it's just a drug. Do you know what yeah, I mean? And, and there's, and there's no way different people, and there's no way for them to body to, to clarify how much you've taken. It's still a drug, regardless. Right. So it shouldn't. So be- testing it to make sure that it's fully pure doesn't make a difference. And I'm telling you that from a chemistry point. No, of view. I, know, I know, I know, it doesn't. But it's it's it. What it does is why I said the whole checkpoint thing. It's to make people realize: is it really worth going through all this hassle? Yeah. To get two or three pills into a, into a party. Do you know what I mean? They, but they would though if they knew. No, that they could. The, I, th- I think if you make it a real deterrent, like if you like if even before the checkpoints, if you really want to get in here, this line is going to take two or three hours. This line is going to get you in straight away. But 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 be mindful if you're going through this line and you're trying to smuggle in. Not only are we going to kick you out, but we're probably going to send you to jail. So it makes people really think, like, do I really, really, really want to but do this? But then where would the testing come in? Because you can't put something Like, you've got to go through several you know checkpoints, like, like customs. Everybody would love as to go. As long as you declare, you mean? Well, as long as you declare, but you're still going to go through all these different stages yeah. before you're even allowed to get into the country with that thing that you've declared. Yeah. So what the, the, the kind of declaring aspect of it mm. is, like, you want to get to this music festival. It starts at 1 o'clock. Mm. It's probably likely you're not going to get into about 3 yeah, if, if but what want. happens if they know they're going to make a couple of grand inside the festival, being able to sell them? They well, probably would do it anyway. Probably, they, look, they probably, there's a lot of there's a lot of different things yeah. that kind of you know counterplay what I'm trying to say here. And I'm not trying to say that it's the best thing, but I'm just like, if you're going to implement a system, which I don't feel like the government would implement, a but there's been system, some solid suggestions in this. Country I, I know for they them do this in Europe. That. 
I think in like nightclubs in like Austria and stuff like that. And apparently they found success. I don't know. I haven't really looked yeah, into like it too much. Yeah, but that's like the whole pro le- pro pro legalization kind of thing too. Yeah, I think I some know. countries have that. I don't know. Look, shifting gears slightly with the whole concept of allowing your children to do things because they're going to do it anyways under supervision. This kind of ties in the line of, do I let my child or young adult, you know, go away for a weekend? and not restrict them knowing that they might sneak out of the house or climb out the window yeah. type situation. It's it's a, it's not, exactly. It's not just an alcohol It's thing. not just an alcohol or drug thing, but it's like, should should we just go, you know what, even though I don't like that group of mates you've got, and to stop you from climbing out the window next week and sneaking away for, for a night or you know do, doing joy rides in a car, I'm going to let you go out with your mates mm. and for a weekend and do something wild and crazy. That's a really tricky one. I've I've actually had conversations with parents at my at, at the clinic about mm. this. It's almost like they would go to me like, "Oh, what would you do?" And you're like, "Well, technically, I'm only technically you know 15 or so years older than your son, so it's like I haven't really got there yet on a parenting level." But if I go back to my my parents' old school way of um, uh, parenting parenting me, it'd be a flat bzz, no. Like mm. there'd be no like oh but you're gonna go there's no gonna go anyways because if I find you, well, you just my dad ask. would be like if I find you you're dead. Well, so back, she, I just wouldn't ask the question can I go? Yeah, away look, but I, you knew I, the answer was gonna be no anyway. I can some, but sometimes you got that really mature child. Yeah, and it might just be a group of ten guys, three of them are idiots, the seven of them are okay, but those three idiots have got greater influence in potentially doing something really stupid, really stupid. In group in so do you do you kind of be that parent and go? Fuck, like, I, I, I really trust them. I really trust that they can go out and have a good night with a bunch of mates. Mm. Or am I gonna, am I gonna hold them back because I have a fear within myself right. that they're going to be in a group that may something may happen that may detriment their livelihood. It's like it's a real fine balance. It depends of- on their age. Definitely, if once they hit eighteen. Because in Australia, 18 is the legal age in Australia. Yeah. Whereas I think in what well, in America, you've got it as 21. Some other yeah. countries are probably 21. But yeah. in Australia, it's 18. So if they were 18 and they said they wanted to go away, I I but wouldn't if, stop them. But if 18. they're 18 and you know that they're immature. But it depends on the kid. That's what I was about that's to what say. That's what I was going to say. Like, you can have you a 16 year old kid that's super mature. That's right. And all, it's, all, it's, all, it's, all that's happening is time is ticking so that they're at a legal age. That's right. So I think it depends on. It's like, what happens if they just want to go camping, for example? Yeah. I'll a group wouldn't... of guys get in the car. They're all got their P's. Some oh. guys have got their full license. Yeah. He's like, say, 17. And he just wants to go. He just wants to go to a camping well, trip. I for, used to go on camping trips. For, when I was he wants to go for, say, like two nights. Mates. You don't know if there's going to be alcohol there. There could be, hmm. but you know, you know, your your son or your daughter, for that matter, is going with another friend hmm. or two, with another group of people, you, which you may kind of know slightly. You don't yep. know. Do you stop them from going because something may happen? In those instances, I think see to me, you can't parent child A exactly the same as parent child B. Of course, oh, yeah. And you can't parent child B exactly the same as child C. It yeah. just doesn't work that way. The variabilities are are a factor. Yes. There are a lot of different variables that yes. influence even the most mature child, child A. Yes. In comparison, to say child B. Yeah. So to me, you have to you have to parent uh, very specific to your child. Yeah. With their personality type and how you know how well you trust them, how responsible they are. I think that's very important. I I went used to go camping when I was what eighteen, maybe nineteen. But I think it was about eighteen years old. Mm. 
um, first year uni and I had a bunch of uni mates that we used to go camping with. Yeah. And they bought an esky with some beers in it. Yeah. But it was a couple of beers because they wanted to sit by the, you know, campfire, campfire and, and just have, have a couple a few of beers. beers. No problems. Right. But at that time, I didn't drink. So yeah. I had no worries about it. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I knew as an individual too, and I think my parents had to put a bit of trust in me in that regard, knowing that the friends that I hang around are a responsible bunch of blokes. Yeah. Whereas if I, you know, and, and so far my, you know, my son who he's got, you know, a really good bunch of friends too. Um, and you know, he, if, when he grows up, if his mates are all very responsible and I've gotten to know them, cause this is not something, this is the thing about parenting. It's not some, you don't, you don't make the best decisions as a parent when you're at the later stage of your kids' lives. All the stuff starts from now. Yeah. And it's about how you act as a parent. Yeah. The, 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 I guess Understand how your you values. Understanding your child from when they're young, yeah. knowing who they're hanging around, what their ambitions are, what their personality type is like. Yeah. Giving them small things as a kid to trust with, whether yeah. it be cleaning their room, you just know. Just giving them small responsibilities. Just things. Yeah. You've got to, parenting starts from now. You can't just go and think, oh, well, they're at 17, I'll deal with it then, right? No, no. So... If my, you know, when my son's, if he's 18, he's like, you know, dad, I really want to go, uh, you know, about with a bunch of mates, um, you know, camping. I mean, while, I don't want to sound old school, but while they're kind of at home, living at home, and I'm kind of like providing everything, yeah. I probably have a bit of a say. Yeah. Right? Um, and, <laughs> yeah, fair you know, I'd say have a bit of a say. I still have to have enough respect to say, well, they're still an adult, right? Yeah. It's not just, you know, my way or the highway kind of thing. It's... But if they've got a bunch of friends that by that stage, if I haven't been able to kind of encourage them to find a really good friendship group, yeah, right, and I haven't, and I've haven't been not necessarily successful enough, but influential enough to maybe direct them to make better choices around who they hang around by yeah. that stage after yeah. five, six, seven, eight, ten years, twelve years, whatever it is. If they've got a bunch of friends that are, you know, a bit of troublemakers. I know they're big drinkers. They're going to, who knows what they're going to do when they're out and about, get them all into trouble. I would disencourage them to go away. Disencourage? Disencourage. Meaning you, you don't have the final I say? I would say, do, I do not encourage you to do it. I don't think no, you no, should no, be going. Like you, he's, he's essentially coming to you But saying, they're 18. Okay. And I'd be what like, look, 17? then I'd say no. If okay. I didn't trust the group, I'd be like, look, you're not doing it. Even, if, even if your son is, you know, is, is responsible. Not re- not sorry, not responsible for the action. I'm saying like he's a responsible young adult, like young man at this stage. It would really have to depend on how many of the kids in the group are potential swayers in there that they're going to cause some trouble. Yeah. Because if it if the if it's a fifty fifty split, it's like a half half. I'm like, well, something could go wrong. But this is this is basically information that you've been told. But no, but this is why I'd like to play a role in my kids' life to know exactly what's going on in their lives. Not yeah. exactly to the T, but I want to know who who they hang around. This comes down to well, we have Friday night dinners now. Yeah. And when I was growing up and having Friday night dinners, my mates that I spent all my time with yeah. would come and have Friday, Friday night, night dinners. dinners. Yeah. So my parents knew who my friends were. Yeah. They knew how they ask for something at the table. Yeah. Just they knew gen, just ge- their general they manners. Knew they engaged in conversations with my parents yeah. and they'd know what kind of things they're up to. They knew what kind of things that they were learning about. They knew what they were interested in. They knew yeah. their family backgrounds. They could make a some sort of a judgment as to the quality of this individual's life yeah. that's spending a predominant amount of time with yeah. their son, me. Yeah. Um, 
you know, but if if my you know if my son you know all of a sudden says I'm going out with a whole bunch of these mates and I'm like, well, who are they? It's like oh, I met them last week. We're all going out. I'm like, no, not when you're even 17. at 18. Not when they're 17. Okay, what about 18? What about 18? You'd know absolutely nobody. We're talking like six months. I disencourage them to do it. But you still don't. But you're not saying no. Not at 18. I don't think so. So you're saying it's up to you. But then. it depends. It's up to you then, son. It's up to them to make decisions. More than likely. And I would gonna... guilt them into saying no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I knew this was going to go. That's why I say I disencourage you to okay. do it. And my parenting style would be that they would be like, oh, I know dad's right. He's right. He's always right. But you Sometimes got your mate texting wrong, you going, but... bro, you coming or what, man? And I'll be like, and I would expect him to make the decision and be like, guys, not this one. Okay. I um, and I turn around and book a camping trip and go with him myself instead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go a little, not necessarily against what you're saying, but I, as much as this would pain me, because I th- I feel like this comes back to fee based parenting, um, and it's not again, it's not a bad, it's not a bad thing, even though you've analysed all situations. For me personally, I feel like I'd want to just even though I'm not the one carrying the child, but like I use the term, like lengthen the umbilical cord just slightly. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a few centimeters, a little bit more to allow them to make that decision. Yeah. Only because I it was given to me. Yes. Uh, whether that was given to me uh, because my parents fully trusted me or because they were a little bit more loose. I don't know. I still don't know this to, to this, to, to, you know, um, to this day, mm. maybe because we were men, I'm not sure, but it was given to me and I felt like I made the right decision. There were times where I was like, Oh shit, this feels like a bad decision. And I quickly exited. Yes. I feel which is like, important, which is because important. that's how they make the decisions. That's how they make, make the decisions. Bubble wrap. Like we're talking, we're talking no. street smartness now. Yes. Okay. Because this is what we were talking before a few episodes back about the kids lacking street that's smart right. these days. And I feel like if I hold onto that umbilical cord, it's almost like a bungee jump. Like hold on, hold on, hold on. Eighteen, boink, let it go. Yeah. I feel like the f- they're not going to manage the free fall. Yes. As best as they could, if I just slowly, you know, let like, like an abseil, like let That's that right. cord go yes. just a little bit. Um, and and I'm not trying to make fun of you, but I wouldn't guilt my son, <laughs> my son into it because I wouldn't want him. I wouldn't want, wouldn't want him to. Inf- wouldn't want to influence his decision. Too much. No, no. That's why. I said, that's why I wouldn't say no. You can't. I'd say it's your. De- it's your decision. It's your decision, son. I disencourage. I wouldn't encourage you to go. Yeah. But if they like, no, 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 Dad. I really want to go. I know the friends. I'm actually going to go. I'd yeah. be like, okay, okay, okay. And then enough. I would let them go. Yeah. And that's my letting go of the unbelievable. And word. I would probably do that even if they. Because weren't. then when they come back home and something's gone wrong, I can say. Well, I told you so. Yeah, well, that's see, this is what I'm saying. That's what I not that I not that I want that as a parent. You know, what I mean, I'm gonna be like that dude sitting in the armchair and going, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> clicking the line on. So how was it? Was it was it as shit as I told you it was gonna be? Like, no, 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 not, not, like, not that. like that. That's just a shitty parent. Even at 16 or 17, because yeah. this house parties at 16 and 17, you even get invited to a mates. But like I got invited. Like I, I like around this area, heaps of mates that live in like rural areas, right? Yeah. So they got like big, you know acreages and right. bonfires there's a lot of fun that happens of course, 100%. and there's a lot of stupidity that happens in it too yeah. and I was old enough to go yeah 
Not well, my thing. Those guys throwing a jerry can into fire is a stupid decision, <laughs> so I'm going to go play with those guys who are riding the dirt bike. Yeah. Both are probably risky, but I'm going to go for the I'm dirt gonna bike. I'm going to go for that one. But, but yes. yeah, the, 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 dirt, the dirt bike at 11 o'clock at night with no lights could be just as yeah, dangerous. Know, but as it's fun. But it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, oh, look, there's light. Oh, shit, it's the, it's the fire pit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Either way you look at it, there's there's th- what I want to encourage with my, with my, especially my boys, is decision-making. Yes. Like, and sometimes, remember, I think we are talking about the failure episode, why it's good to fail. Like, sometimes, like, in my mind, if I could pick it, it's like, geez, I hope he kind of makes a real shitty decision. It just kind of semi-falls, hurts himself a tiny bit, yes. but it's not serious enough for him to come home and be like, yeah, it's a pretty, pretty bad graze. Oh, what are you doing? Um, yeah, I was, I was riding a four-wheeler. Like, was it a night party? Yeah. yeah. Did it have any lights? No. Nah. It's like, so you could have probably broken your neck, but you just came off the bike, yep. jarred your shoulder a little bit, and you grazed your elbow. Yeah. Any good decision? Nah. That point on is a win for parents. No, I know. That's a massive Especially, win. Especially, but that it's it's a win when you can have a dialogue with your child yeah. like that. It's a massive win. But Which I- comes down to the friendship parenting. Yeah, it does. Because you can talk to them openly like that. Yeah, I know. But it's like it goes back to that thing. It's like I'll even do that when they're 16, 17. Yeah. Because I feel like I wouldn't want them to get to, to a point where when the real parting happens, like you finish school, you're in uni now, you've got a whole bunch of different friends, you're in uh, like a multitude of different friends, different ages potentially, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, in, in, a, in a lecture theater or whatever. Like things get real serious by that stage, you know what yeah. I mean? I feel like you, by that stage, you probably lose control. Yeah. of the type of friends your son or daughter has because you know we're only talking about sons here okay so, sons there's no daughters. dialogue for a, for my daughter <laughs> it ain't happening i don't have any daughters so she's, I uh, I know what she's it's like. Shango, I know it. <laughs> no, i'm just kidding we'll talk about that in a second because i think it's an important conversation I've been uh, i think you can on drive that one because i've only got boys i've got so. two girls that's why it's the dynamic the, the, the dynamic does shift you know, the dynamic does dynamic shift. shifts there i'm uh, probably a lot of our listeners sitting there going but i've got a daughter what do i do with my daughter well, like got, people are waiting for our opinion anyways but um the answer to that is Nothing. Anyway, before we get to that in a second, <laughs> um, I feel like things start to really gain serious momentum. Yeah. I remember when I was 20, 21, like shit got real. You know what I mean? Like like there was like, you know, go to this party, go, oh, we're going here, we're going to drinks for here, we're going there, oh, we're going to hop in the car. It, was like, it, it, it gets really like quick. And I remember like my dad like which not probably maybe from about 18 to 20 so probably about two years worth of before i'd go out he'd have the whole sit down with me and especially at that time i was obviously dating his sister yeah. so he gave me the added responsibility and i'm sure your your father would have appreciated this at the time he gave me the added responsibility of look after her look too. after her because you know what i mean like the last thing i want is her dad here mm telling me off because you were irresponsible da, 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 da. so yeah. he was if, if anything looking out more for your sister which than is what the he right was conversation to have with more for her than what he was for yeah. me so I, he gave me the added like watch out for yourself yeah because i kind of I, I, I do trust you mm. but I, like you got you know your yes. girlfriend like really look after her because yes. then if something happens to her i'm gonna double kick your ass Respect. so it was like it was like full on okay yeah. this is, which is kind of kind of tying into what you're about to say mm. so um it, it's the dynamics do shift, I feel like, from male to female, definitely. Um, I can't speak from experience because I've only got two boys, but uh, you can um, you can take it away from here if you like, my friend. So for my daughters, uh, Hazel and Everly, um, 
They never ask. Episode, well, that was a good well, show. Episode time, 45 <laughs> of the podcast. By the time they listen to this, it'll be like episode, I don't know, maybe like 600. No, uh, no, more. No, it'll look, be like episode 600 or something. Something. Look, tell, them, tell them to go back and listen to episode 45, <laughs> the go archives. Back, episode 45 on the archives. They'll be like, iTunes? What's iTunes, Dad? Do you want to go at? <laughs> no, look, on a serious note, it can't be like that. So <laughs> just because of all the political correct folk out there, I can't give the right answer. Yes, you can. That I want. Yes, you can. All right, then no, they can't go out. <laughs> <laughs> no, look, it's, this, this really comes down to um, having to parent, you know, your di- kid A from kid B to kid C in different ways. Okay. So I know, for example, my son's personality. I think he's very... He's very trusting. He's very much like me, yeah. right? He doesn't want to do anything wrong because he he will feel guilty. He doesn't want to make me feel bad. Yeah, um, I was very much the same growing. He's very up. conscious of your approval. He's very conscious, and it's not because I mean I approve of him. I, I, no, no, but not he's, that he, he needs no, no, he, my approval. No, 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 you don't do that on purpose. But he no, that's, he that's strives his, for that. He strives for that, but not. And I don't, I don't ever consciously or effort, like through on purpose try to ever make him feel like that. Yeah. And I've stressed it multiple times to him. You just you just do you. You just have to be happy as long as you've got a big heart and you help people and you do the right thing. Yeah. You, you, you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm super proud of him. He never has to go and try and get my approval because him just being born is, that's enough. Yeah. But the way he is, he's very much like, um, as I said, like, you know, he, he wants to do the right thing. Whereas my daughter, for example, I don't know, I can't speak for my youngest one because she's still too little. Although everything she says right now is, okay, my youngest youngest is, okay, I tell her to do something, okay, she does it, right? Whereas my middle one, she's a little bit more free-spirited, right? Yeah. And I know that she's very much like, she'll be our tree hugger. She'll be she'll be very socially conscious. She'll probably be vegan one day. We um, often joke around and call her the Byron Bay. She's babe. the Byron Bay. Like, you know, she's probably going to get dreadlocks in her hair and she's just very artistic and creative. She's, and I love she's likely it. to be a marine biologist, something she, like that. Probably, right? Um <laughs> But I think the way I'll have to parent her growing up will be very much different to how I would parent my son. Yeah. Right? A to B. And she will, regardless of whether I say to her, you can or you can't, it yeah. will be her decision anyway. Yeah. And I won't be able to guilt her into it. So you're essentially, what you're saying, be- is, you're essentially saying this. You're, saying, you're essentially saying you would, uh, when it comes to decision making of parties or drinking, you're probably going to make the same kind of decisions. My The way I parent her from now will play the biggest impact in what decisions she makes later on. Yeah. Whereas as my son continues to grow up, I think I will still be able to have more influence as he grows up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Whereas she's quite set and how I kind of subconsciously teach lessons and all this type of stuff and try and direct her to make the right choices in life. Mm Mm-hmm that's going to be the biggest impact now. For her, it's now. For my yeah. son as it grows up. So it's very different influencing. Yeah. Um, I get that with my boys now and they're both boys. So I like, yeah. it's, it's it's a different type um, of way of influencing but, them. But look, you know, I mean, uh, to say, you know, he can go out, she can't. No, it's not going to be like that. The yeah. only thing I will ask of, of, um, of my daughters, for example, and I would expect my son to do this exact same thing when he goes to pick up a girl. Yeah. Right? And he's going mm-hmm. to go take her out. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing for, for my daughters. If my daughter's like, I'm going to go out with a guy, 
I'm like, okay, well, tell me about him. I want to know, like, what, what's his name? Well, you know, where's he from? You know, you know. Just, uh, just I want to know about him. him. I'm just, I'm just letting out my, my shot, my, yeah. my, shot, my, <laughs> my, just my, like, just my, tell me about him. Is he, is, he, is he six foot? Do I need to like, you know, do I, how, do, how, do, how, how things change? What, what's his neighborhood like? <laughs> do I need a silencer? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. So, I, I, I want to know about him, I'm and I man. want her. I'm to your f- man in your life, hey. <laughs> <laughs> and. You know, I'd sneak a pepper spray can in my bag. <laughs> but on a serious note, though, like, and, and I'm speaking I thought you were being serious. Sorry, not joking. <laughs> Sorry. We'll talk about going. the real stuff off the podcast. <laughs> no, but on a serious note, when, when you should, you know, because there'll, there'll be a, there'll t- come a time where, you know, she'll want to go out. Mm-hmm. And, and I'll expect my son to do what I'm now saying I expect of the guy who's going to be taking my daughter out. I expect him to treat a girl the same yeah. well, right? Yeah. And to, you, to your point where you're talking about how your dad was, you know, telling you, you got to look after the girl, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm old school like that. And it's not because I don't think girls can't look after themselves. It's like just my va- middle it's daughter, just, she's, she's rough. She's values. Like she, yeah, she, she's she's, no, tough. she's, she's like, strong-willed. She could definitely take care of herself. She can take care of herself, but it's not like that. I think I... I I appreciate, and it's not because man, woman, higher, like, n- nothing to do with that. It's, it's a case just, of I respect chivalry. a little old school chivalry. Yeah. Out of, I think it's okay because I hold my wife on a pedestal. Yeah. And I, you know, and I hold her to the highest regard, and I have yeah. so much respect for her. Um, and me opening the door for her is not because she's incapable of opening the door. Yeah. It's because I honor her walking through the door before me. Yeah. Out of respect and love, not yeah. because of anything else, right? Yeah. But if my daughter's like, oh, you know, I want to go out with with this boy. He's going to take me out. I want to know about him. Like, tell me about him. Like, you know, I'm not going to be like, well, you can't go out because a boy. Like, no. I want yeah. tell me about him. Yeah, like, yeah. What's he like? What do you like about it's him? Like, tell me. Met with a little bit of resistance with girls. Generally, no, I know, generally. but that's what I mean by it plays a role now where I want her to feel comfortable talking to yeah. me. So I've got to be able to have an open conversation. Because a level of not embarrassment. There's a yeah. level of oh, dad, is he going to embarrass me? It's like, well, how much do I tell him? Should I just say only this much? What does he do? Where does he like? Like they start to overplay those yeah. things a bit more. Whereas guys like, yeah, she, my girlfriend, she does this, she does that, she's my school. She, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's just regurgitation. It just kind of just blurts out. Yeah. Whereas no. girls, they kind of play it a little bit more. That's right. And like, if, you know, if she comes, like if she's about to go out and it's like, you know, Saturday night and it's like, you know, six, seven, eight o'clock, wherever time they get picked up. And she's like, all right, well, whatever his name's here. Yeah. And she's like, bye. And goes to walk out the door. No good. That I'm just like, well, <laughs> hold up. Just, just stop. Where is he? Yeah. I'm just waiting in the car. You get back inside. Yeah. Let me go out and greet you for you. <laughs> if this yeah. is a deal breaker, my yeah. daughter can go back. Both my daughters can go back. Yeah. This is episode 45. My yeah. son can go back and make sure he listens to episode 45 to how he's, he's going to go do it. Yeah. and treat a girl. You always go to the door and greet whoever's And greet there. whoever's going to be dropping, whoever you're picking the child up from yeah. to go out on the date. Yeah, 100%. If they don't come to the door, yeah. the uh, the respect will be gone from yeah. the get. Well, yeah, okay, yeah, you're gone. And, or, uh, and hold on a second. And, a and they can't give me none of this shit of like, well, they're shy. They didn't want to come up to you and like they didn't know what you were going to say. That's even worse <laughs> because if you're too shy to come up to the door to greet me and say hi and pick up my daughter... How the heck are you going to go and look after her when you're yeah, taking her out? There's levels to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I feel you. So I, I expect you I'd to come the to the door I'd, I'd and say hi. And I did the exact same thing. Yeah. Tell me where you're taking them. Yeah. And it's the same thing for my son. Tell him where you're taking the girl. Yeah. Tell him where you're going to go. Tell him what time you're going to be bringing them home and bring them home on time. Yeah. 
just simple things like that. I know this detoured from like letting kids you know, no, well, it's, it's parties. Kind of, it's kind of part but of it all it. kind of ties into the Together. same sort of thing, right? It's about the responsibility. We're kind thing. of really focusing on that age. I think like anywhere between like kind of like the the 15, 15 to 16 20, to like 20, 20 yeah. right? And I just have respect when someone comes to the door and greets you and says hi. It's just a level of respect. It's I just am. a level of respect. It's a That's level of respect. respect. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. None of these are beep beep out the front no, and they no. just run out the door. Like I'd go and slash his tires. It just <laughs> I I'm like I'm yeah, no, I wouldn't. Like, no, nah, look, I'm with you there. I'd be I'd, I, I I'd be getting in the car, I'd be doing the following, I'd have like the There's definitely no disagreeing to my end. I'd be um, like I'd be I yeah. could imagine I'd probably do the same thing. Um, if I had daughters, I'd probably do the same thing. Better. But at the same time, I expect my son to treat the girl the same way. Yeah, hundred you know? percent. And this is, and, I, and I'm speaking from experience because because I generally my, this... when I picked up my wife and that the girlfriend at the time. Yeah. First time I went inside and I said hi. Yeah. And I let the parents takes, grill me. It takes I let balls. them grill me. It, that, see, this is this is the problem. This is the part of decision making. Okay. Sometimes if we're just going to backtrack a little bit, if we're talking about oh should you know children drink should they go out on parties on or for a weekend should they be taking drugs or under our supervision it's this all kind of ties in you know like decision making isn't often the like making a decision is an easy part yes no is it good is it bad it's actually going through and executing the decision mm. executing the decision of going out on the weekend with your girlfriend tick executing the decision of picking your girlfriend up from her place of where she lives tick uh going inside meeting potential uh you know uh, not not brother in law you know what I mean? as in like parents mothers mm. older brothers eh, no one wants to do that mm. not that they don't want to do it deep down inside it's like oh it's like it's really like from my perspective and i'm from your perspective as well it's not an embarrassment thing it's it's a like you really want to make a good impression mm. so it's like you're you're really you're, you're on show now do you mm. know what i mean so a lot of kids don't do that because it's like what's well, easy is just to go dur, dur, i'm at the i'm at the front kind yeah. of thing do you know what i mean those are the decisions that if you lengthen the umbilical cord a little bit make mm. allow your child son daughter to kind of make decisions wrong or right mm. they are unlikely to be the guy to honk the horn or they're unlikely to be the girl that allows the guy to honk the horn and go see your mum and dad do you know what i mean because your daughter would be able to probably even before they pick them up be able to say hey um you know mike but when you come pick me up my, um, you, you, you're my, expected my, to come and pick you're me up expected the whether she says you're expected to come in or my dad wants you to come in or whatever yeah there's some form of the girl making the decision yes in saying 100 percent. Right. hey mike not even for That's not even great. because my parents want to meet you. It's because I want you to come to, to the door. Because I, I want to see how much you from the door. I want to see how much man you are. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like that is a decision because it's all, it's all very good and well. Um, this is playing devil's advocate here. It's all very good and well to get the shit to the guy that honks at the horn. No, but the girl. But needs if the to... girl just goes see your mum and dad, I would probably just say, "Yeah, you're just in just as much shit as that guy." Yeah, that's right. Like for me, it's like she wouldn't make that decision without going, "Hey, Mike, I think." Oh, I I would appreciate when you pick me up at six thirty or whatever it is yeah. to come out and you know knock on the door. And, yeah, and if he starts making like excuses. low ball excuses, then you know well, maybe don't like judge him man. from the facts straight away. But like it's it's a, it's no a def- no you can it, judge. <laughs> this is the thing people like it's no, a, you it's, can't a, judge it's, a, it's a definite. It's one. a simple. It's a simple fundamental act. Yeah. If you can't step up and ring a doorbell, yeah, you're not gonna step up. 
when something goes bad. Yeah. It's just simple as that. This- something turns because... It happens. You would often find people that- make mistakes. They go out. They do something wrong. But if you can't step up now and ring the doorbell, what if something went wrong? Yeah, you and, couldn't face them, and and you and you got to face them, or you're just going to leave them at the party you that you're at you and, and take a runner because you don't want to ring the doorbell and make a phone call. You simply couldn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. I feel like with you know going along with the name Mike. I don't know where I got that from, but like, sorry to all the mics out there. I'm sure there's some good mics, <laughs> but um. I feel like Mike makes those decisions based on the parenting mm. and based on potentially the lack of yeah. experience as well. Maybe yeah. Mike's parents let too much leash go yeah. and Mike was just so loose from the get-go that he just kind of ran his own world. Mm. But maybe Mike on the other end had a parent that was way too tight with them mm. and never sh- allowed them to make the hard decisions mm-hmm. So when it was time for them to go, oh, well, Mike's 19 now. It's time for him to do his thing. Mike doesn't know what decision to make. He doesn't know he's got to ring a doorbell. He doesn't know he's to ring a doorbell. And he's probably a decent dude. That's right. Make the mistake. But you make them. That's what I'm saying. It's, prob- it's probably I'll better to make the mistakes when you're like. I'll find you, Mike. <laughs> I'll find you, Mike. <laughs> do you know what I mean, though? It's like there's no good or bad. I, I know what you mean. By there's, that, a, but there's a middle I know what you mean, but Mike. that's why I added. I feel the, sorry for Mike sometimes. But this is why I added the contractual clause prior to my daughter going out where I said. So tell me about him. <laughs> this is the opportunity for you to tell me that was a little bit quiet. Because okay. then I can walk out to the room and be like, listen, man, you're a little bit quiet. Yeah, like yeah, he went yeah. raised like a, like maybe I raised my kids, Mike. <laughs> so uh, let's have Mike, a conversation, like, Mike. Mike could be a really good dude, but he just hasn't had, he's either had too much leash or, or not enough at all. So anyways, we're using a lot of like different types of analogies here, but um. I guess to round it up in a sense... Um, I, I think, if I can throw something in, I think there's a... I think there is some truth to having some uh, respectful family-type values. Yeah. Uh, some old-school-type parenting thrown in the mix. Mm-hmm. Some friendship-type parenting where you're open to have conversations and discussions. Yeah. Having the transparency where you tell your kids exactly how you feel and why you feel it. Yeah, open communication. And which leads to open communication and asking them to be open and giving them the chance to lay it all out on the table and tell you tell you how they feel and but playing a part in their role and their lives from when they're young. Yeah, that's right. You know, it's that's very important. Say, that's all good and well. It starts, it starts from, from when they're young, they're young yeah. right? Um, to the point where when they go to say they're going to go out, it's like you just you have an inherent level of trust where you're like, yep, let them do it. Let them go out, whatever it is. Because... It, when you get to that point where you've consciously done as much as you can as a parent and you've parented not out of laziness, but you've constantly put in a conscious effort selflessly, mm. not, well, I'm going to do, I'm going to tell my kid to do this because it will make me look good as a parent, or yeah. I'm going to let them do this because I did as a parent and I'm going to look like a cool parent, or yeah. I'm going to live vicariously through my kids so therefore they can do it. This or is what I'm saying about the all of these things. Being, being the mate. Yes. I don't agree with being. And using the term loosely, but being your son or your daughter's mate or your their best friend, it's like, like uh, maybe there's a different word for I it. I think I'm there's another. Sure. There's there's, there's like, another word for it. But, but it's like I don't want to be my my boy my my son's child's BFF. I don't want to. Do, I don't want to be his BFF. Yes, I want him to tell me everything in a sense. The, I think there's a, I with. think there's a place for a total episode on that style of parenting, parenting. at one point, whether yeah. or not you should be best friends or. Ha- 
what level of friendship do you have with your kids? Because a lot of people have different views about this. Yeah. And in this regard, I would say at this point, I'm not sure what's the right answer, what's necessarily the wrong answer. Because I'll consciously say to my kids now, listen, I'm talking to you now as your friend. Yeah. And I've said it openly to them. Listen, I'm talking to you as your friend now. This is why I'm telling you this. And you can see their face change like, yeah, all right. But then there's other times where I'm like, now Now I am not talking to you as your friend. I'm talking to you as your dad. That's the bit I have. You need to listen to what I'm saying now or you will be in trouble. I know we'll have an episode And I've literally flipped between both of those things. And when I pull the card of the, I'm the friend part, I'm like, all right, fine. They they talk to me and I get more flexibility. But when they don't listen, I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not your friend now. I'm dad. Yeah. So don't mate me. Yeah. Don't call me mate. Yeah. Don't call me whatever the, the the names you. Oh no, boy, I can't. No, I can bother. Like no, no, no. It's dad right now. Yeah, yeah. But then there's other times where it's like, listen, I want you talking because I'm your friend, man. Yeah, that, that's, friend. That's the bit. Like I know we're gonna have an episode about. You got to be able to flip. I uh, think a little I, bit in that yeah. regard. But at the same time, I wouldn't be like, listen, I'm your friend. Let's go drinking together on your 18th. Yes, that's what I'll That's, that's what a different level. I ain't doing that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe that's like a different types of communication. The friend, the friend it's a communication, communication, the style. dad commission. I'm talking about the actual like physical. Let, let, I'm gonna I be. Know. I'm gonna be I mates. I feel like that's a great bonding. I feel like there are experiences that. Uh, that are that I had that are things that will they will probably you'll probably cherish to remember, mm. but I feel like the counterpart to that it can be a real real downslide. Yeah. But we'll we'll uh, elaborate on that. If you got an eighteen year old with a forty five year old parents in the same club, you got problems. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I don't know. Straight it's, up, I, yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's like I don't I know. Said I, it. Huh? I said it. that's what that's the summary. <laughs> that's probably what I've just said. Yeah, that's the premise of the whole show. The premise the of the one. next the next show, I guess. But um, anyways, rounding it up to this particular episode about allowing your particularly fifteen to twenty year old, do they do those experiences? Um, and and, and as a parent, do you allow it under your supervision because they're gonna do it anyway, or regardless whether it's drugs, alcohol, camping weekend bonfire whatever it is that you that people do with things the activity regardless things can go wrong all very right all very wrong somewhere yeah. in the middle um how much of it do you allow it to happen based on allowing them to have experiences or not based on the friends that they have good or bad the influences what type of personality a child is as well like mm. slightly detailed like my my youngest is major alpha right he's mm. the type of kid that needs to be amongst the pack all the time mm-hmm. once he's in a pack of friends he establishes as alpha yep. every single time so in a sense i'm going to be like if, you, if if i were to fast forward him now to say 20 i'd almost be okay because he's alpha he's gonna look after he's gonna look after the group he's like the influencer of yeah. stuff you know what i mean whereas my eldest he's very much like a happy loner he's happy to do and his own thing yeah but i'm not sure what he'd be like in like a in a kind of group type situation would he Is be he heavily influenced? Be influenced or not? not so again we go back to the kind of parent a parent b type thing. Oh, sorry child a child b. Like. yeah you got to really see yeah. what they're like i think that's to the premise of the show it really is case by case it really is scenario by scenario but ultimately if we could put a a yay or nay on it I would probably say anything with regards to, um, you know... Uh, anything that's potentially dangerous. That alters your state of mind. State of mind, potentially um, dangerous. Uh, no. It's yes. a no it's for a me. It's a no for me on that one It's a no well. for me. 100% Quite, on that regard. Yeah, and I think everything... And that's, that's probably the line that gets drawn. 
and then I'm open to discussion for everything else after that. Yeah, it's 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 a no from me. And if you're like 19, 20, it's like like you said, it's strongly advised. But it's a it's a, it's a it's a strong no from me, uh, only because for the obvious reasons that we've already covered for the last hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you've been listening, that's right. <sighs> Good. It's been different to the last couple of. Uh, it's not a parenting episode. We haven't had, it's another we haven't parenting had a parenting episode. episode. We had a few at the start. Yeah. And we kind of like veered away into different things, but that was a good one. I know, man. I've just, yeah, I've, 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 in the last maybe, I don't know, month or two, I've seen a few different situations of how parents are parenting. And I'm kind of just watching how they parent from afar. And I'm like, as I said, I, I don't think I don't think anyone can judge a parent for how they parent because they don't know what goes inside their. Because you walls. don't know what's going on, and parenting's hard as hard, parenting's already as tough as it is. So I'm not here to cast judgment. It's and only from my there's super uh, added variables yeah. in parenting. And, there's and, stress levels. There's mortgages. Behavioral there's, things, there's mental everything. things, financial things. There's lots of things, right? The parents themselves and their situations. So I'm definitely not here to cast judgment. I think out of out of anything in this episode it was more like have we asked the right questions have we brought up a few topics for people to think well i either disagree with what they're saying or i agree with what they're saying or i didn't really think about that before what do i think about that i think from a parent's perspective it's decision. more if this if if, if 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 there's something that i'd probably want to any kind of value for the parents is more an awareness type thing mm. like an awareness message it's like have you really thought about these, these things? These because these are real things. Because I can guarantee you, your son or daughter has not at not, that age. Not that. Not at that age. No. Not. Not. Not indefinitely. Yeah. Not, not indefinitely. Not the consequences because their brains aren't wired that way. Yeah. Not at that age. Yeah. Not a fifteen-year-old. That's for sure. <laughs> that it's all about fun and experience. That's not, you know, uh, analyzing all the different mm. potential catastrophes that might happen. That's right. Man, episode forty-five. Where we're slowly creeping up. It's it's, it's another uh, a good show, I think. Um, this one, will, I think this one. This I like what we do with Journey to Forever. There's no real um, uh, premise at, at hand. It's just a. Well, this one started a- off with a dad who was threatening to punch a coach's face. <laughs> uh, his son's coach's face punched me in the mouth or whatever it was, and then we. I think, to it off with making sure you knock yeah, on the door just, when like, you go to pick up my daughter before, on a date. Before we finish, I think you, I think you said it really early in the episode. It's like understanding and that dialogue with your child as well. Mm. Like imagine being a child that the only dialogue you have with your parent is only disciplinarian type stuff where no, it's like problem. It purely like just like only speak to dad when there's a problem. My yep. coach does this. My teacher does that. My friend does this. Oh, dad's coming. You know what I mean? It's like it's, it's parenting is not disciplining. Yeah. Well, it's part of it. No, no, but, but yeah, but you don't. There's a part of disciplining in parenting. Parenting. No, that's is right. It's a component of parenting, parenting, but it's not parenting. No, it's not. Parenting is not controlling. Yeah. And it's not disciplining. It's guiding. It's guiding. Yes. Guiding. Through guiding. a series of. Uh, it's on the journey. Gui- through guilt. Oh, I was just about to say. No, I'm joking. I was going to say guiding on the journey to wherever. Oh, there you go. Wrap it up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, guys. We say the same thing every week, but uh, yeah, journeytorever.com if you want to tell us how beautiful we are, even though you can't see us through our beautiful voices. Um, Your voice is beautiful, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yours too. <laughs> and, I wish uh, I had a deeper voice. If um, I could have any surgery, it'd be a voice deepening surgery. Really? Like like my Barry White from a few episodes ago? Mm-hmm. So I can talk like more of a man. Like that guy from the old school um, love song dedications? Nah, his is too like... Creepy. I found he's a little bit creepy sometimes. Yeah, it's a bit like. It's a bit hey, like. Give me a call. It's like, no, just no, just <laughs> bit, bit, a bit of a seediness. Anyways, journeyforever.com. Reach out. We love you all. Laters. Bye. bye.
<laughs> oh, that was good. There you go, man. All Interesting right. topic. You getting hungry? I'm getting uh, hungry a little bit. You getting hungry? Yeah. I was just thinking about like how many guns you're gonna have with um with your daughters and stuff. We can't say that, man. They'll be equal, right? <laughs> Boys and girls, they'll all be equal. Double barrel. You've got a parent the right Sil- way. Silencer. We can't be like that. <laughs> I'm joking. You can't man. treat your daughter any different, right? Because, you know, it's, it's 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> righties. All right, man. I've got to get off before I start going on a tangent. Okay. Later. <laughs> Bye.